I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional or even remotely mature, but we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny. I love it. Do you like uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. Did I, and you that dropping could, your voice? That could be, that could be our <laughs> first so intro. <laughs> so without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David. <laughs> I'm just going to say, what do you want to talk about? Oh, amazing. Okay, so two things I want to talk about today. So, the, honestly, the first thing is, is like, in terms of American icons go, like, I've heard more amazing things about Dolly Parton in the last, like, six to seven years that I didn't even know. I, like, I just keep hearing fun facts about, like, amazing things that people do. And I'm like, well, well, thank you, Dolly Parton. Like, I have no idea how incredible she is. And so thank you, Dolly Parton, for being you. Yeah, thank you, Dolly Parton. Um, there's an amazing, side note, amazing podcast called Dolly Parton's America that Jad Abumrad, the, um, like one of the people who was in um, the lead producer voice on um, Radiolab, made. Yes. Radiolab you, was amazing. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. And then he, so yeah, Dolly Parton's America is amazing. So his doctor, or sorry, his dad is a doctor who lives in Tennessee, like he's from Tennessee and his dad is a doctor and I guess Dolly Parton got in a car accident and he was her surgeon or he was like the doctor to help her and they formed this like unlikely friendship and so he like got to hate like he got to actually talk to Dolly Parton <laughs> because through his dad and like hear his dad's stories about her and stuff <laughs> and so he does this whole podcast where he talks to like cultural critics and like teachers and students and people from all walks of life because like how is Dolly Parton so you know universally beloved um but anyway she yeah like she helped didn't she she gave a million dollars to create help create the Moderna vaccine it, it's one of those things where I think like and I'll just like anyone that wants to deep dive I'm sure we'll find things <laughs> that we don't like but like also it, it like I find I continually find things about her that I find incredible yeah, like Imagination Library is incredible. If anyone doesn't well, know, yeah, that. Like, yeah, I didn't know. Oh, of course, a side project. I give uh, books to anyone up to the age of five every month of their life so that they can read because my father couldn't read. Like, oh, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Like, it's just amazing. I'm like covering my forehead. My mouth is a little open. It's just like mm -hmm. it's an incredible, insightful act. Um, so done, Dolly Parton. Just want to get that going. I love it. I love it. I should be wearing my "What Would Dolly Do" shirt. I love. There's no, there's like, of course, how can you not love Dolly? My kid sings Jolie. <laughs> Walks around going, Jolie, Jolie. Oh my God, that's amazing. And I'm like, oh, I'm so proud as a parent of that moment. <laughs> I must have done something right. But no, I, the one thing I'm like, I'm still so sad about is I, Upon moving to Tennessee, my first thought was, oh, my gosh, I will be within driving distance of Dollywood. And I've always wanted to go to Dollywood because I guess they have like reenactments or like, uh, no, not reenactments, but like recreations of her childhood and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's just so trippy. It's like Disneyland, but like historical and in the mountains and like what? 
Um, and we still haven't been. And I am realizing as I'm saying this, I need to like put that on the list and just. <clears throat> but it's close for the season. But when it reopens. <clears throat> yeah. Dollywood. I've heard nothing but great things. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like my, like Robin went with, a, like she has some really close friends and they all went to camp, like just do like luxury camping where they like stay in a nice place and they get to go to like Dollywood and other things in the area. And I just heard like when they got back, it was just like, oh, like, I don't know why in my brain, it was just like, it's just going to be like a, like a stage and songs and like corn dogs. I don't know why it was like, like a very small, but it's like a big deal. Oh yeah. Amazing. No, it's it's kind of, yeah. it's huge, huge. I mean, we've driven through there on our way in and out of Asheville, North Carolina, like from Nashville to Asheville. <laughs> um, but you, you drive through that area, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and it's like, I mean, it's like a, it's like Orlando. It's like Orlando yeah. and the Smokies. Huge. Yeah, it's huge. And there's so many, I mean, it's like all like family friendly entertainment and anyway. Okay. So there's another thing <laughs> I want to talk about. Yes. What's the other thing? Okay. It's norepinephrine. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I want to, I feel like, I feel like we got to talk about it and it's like, it's, it's almost criminal. It hasn't been brought up earlier. Like it really, it really should be, if I could go back in time and like, you know, re redo everything. It would be part of my ADHD talk. I'd spend more time uh, talking about norepinephrine and oh. not less time talking about dopamine like dopamine is still really important and like super important and a big mm -hmm. part of adhd but like of course neurotransmitters are like super complicated and it's not just one thing or another it's like you know nuanced relationships but in a really cut and dry way dopamine and norepinephrine like work in this really interesting like um they, they're they're kind of beautiful in the way they work. It's like a handoff, like a relay race. Mm -hmm. They're not the same thing. And 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 well, we I actually. To, oh, sorry. Can I yeah, can yeah. I pause you, and mm -hmm. to catch myself up? Can you just tell me what is dopamine again? Yeah, <laughs> and sorry. what a neurotransmitter okay. is again? I am also slightly like I'm not trying to play dumb. I'm also like trying to like catch up how things could relay race. Is that does that okay. make sense? Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. So. Um, neurotransmitters work like a light switch. They're mm -hmm. on or they're off. It's not like hormones. Those are like a thermostat where if you adjust the temperature, it takes a few minutes for it to get like get warmer or colder. Mm -hmm. It's on or off, like a turning on a light. And so dopamine is all about like reward systems and, and, and it's very complicated and it, it like makes you enjoy things. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's like, mm. that's dopamine. Mm -hmm. And um, you get more dopamine in process for things. So like, let's say you have a test you got to do, right? And, uh, and or a paper you got to write, and you're going to delay doing it because we're ADHD, we're going to procrastinate, right? And you, you put it off for some time. The longer you're putting it off, the more dopamine you're attaching to getting done. The more risk is happening, you're building risk, it's getting to be last minute. A lot of that process is, you know, has dopamine in it. And then at the last minute, when you're really stressed out, everything you do Every, anything you do towards task completion, like writing that paper, makes the dopamine go down, right? And like, and it makes you feel less stressed. Like once you, once it's achieved and turned in, mm -hmm. you have no dopamine on it. It's done. That's not the reward system involved anymore. Oh, wait. Okay. So I'm confused. So like you don't get a reward for finishing the task. You, you actually generate a lot more reward in the buildup. To, the, to yeah, about you, to do the task. And then as you're doing the task, like let's say you are sitting and writing the paper, 
then as you're doing the paper and you're feeling that like relief of like, oh, I'm getting closer, I'm getting closer. Also, what you're doing is you're like riding your dopamine high kind of. Yes. But it's not really a yes. high because we're, as I understand it, we're starving for it, right? So it's more like a dopamine, <laughs> a slight dopamine like bump or something that you're right, like, right. Ooh, that, like kind of riding. I think a really clean way of talking about it would be like, I don't know. Okay, so there was a there's a time in my life where I really wanted a special cooking knife to cook with. Right. Mm -hmm. And I totally went down the ADHD like hole of like, what kind of knife do I want? And oh my God, what kind of person looks for knives? Do I really want a knife? Is, can I sharpen it myself? Or do I get knife sharpeners? Or is it a new cutting board? Or do I get a cording, cutting board that I can put knives in that automatically sharpens it? Or is it supposed to be wood? like the wormhole opened? Right. And I just like went down the, the rabbit hole of like, what am I going to get? And then I decided on this knife that I really wanted. And it's like mm -hmm. a six inch blade, Damascus steel. Like it's got all these weird little things. I'm super into the wormhole of knives and like, I get this knife and it's an awesome knife. I love this knife. It's beautiful. Um, and the moment it came, I'm like, yay, it's here. And then it's like crickets, right? You're not like, you're not like riding your new knife around town, you know, you, you put it away and i like, all right, knife, I'll use you eventually. And like, I take a picture of it and send it to some friends because I'm super excited about it. But like, then the newness, the shine kind of goes away. And it's not that I don't like the knife. I still like it. But the handoff in this moment goes from dopamine being the lead thing to like norepinephrine being the thing. Like this is around like how some things you can get and never touch again. But now when I touch it again, I'm like, oh, this is so nice. I really like it. It's super effective. It's like a different level of like maintenance. Huh. And like the way I understand it, and this is where like if anyone like is saying like, David, you're saying this totally wrong, please like like write us and let us know. Like, <laughs> we are open to being human. <laughs> but the, but yeah. the way that I understand this, right? It's like if you're a hunter, if it's like a hunter gatherer society, right? And we're trying to like hunter and gather. <laughs> yeah, like the dopamine gets higher mm -hmm. as you're getting closer to killing the prey, the thing. Whatever it is. Oh, because thing. because it would make sense strategic. I mean, I guess how to put it. It would make sense evolutionarily to be very to make the process of doing the thing that's going to be beneficial to you be very rewarding, right? Like right. you would want someone who is in mid hunt to be like, yeah, 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 more of this, more of this. Otherwise, right. you would just eat and be like, yeah. well, I'm not doing that again, right? So you need to make the process of doing the thing be the thing that rewards you. Right. The second you kill it, no, no, you're saying it exactly right. Oh. So the second you get the thing, the dopamine goes down, and now you feel productive. Okay, okay. And that productive feeling is norepinephrine. Like, I got stuff done today. <sighs> I feel good about doing what I did. It's like the dopamine is about, like, getting the thing open and putting your, you know, eating it. Or, like, I don't know why I became food. of a donut right there in my head. But, like, you know, it's, it's that thing. But it's the later feelings around norepinephrine. It has to do with, like, motivation mm -hmm. and, like, the thoughts that you have and how you think about things and like like nora is amazing i don't know why but i just you know she's a she's a neurotransmitter and her name is nora and this is nora penefrin right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 she's incredible and like at the same time i think she's heavily involved with like the messages that we hear in our head sometimes like mm -hmm. she's overactive i think that's a big part of like the negative self-talk cycles that we can get into the motivation it's like motivation is that variable right like Motivation isn't always pleasant, right? So like, oh, sure. Like, because we can beat ourselves up or right. we can shame ourselves into doing. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. 
I am sitting here. No, no, no sorries. This is, I'm just kind of (laughs) like, the wheels, they are turning. Okay. So what I think what I hear you saying is that this is so interesting because I feel like this is a huge mind-blowing shift in I think how I think about dopamine. I don't think, I, I think I kind of had the assumption it was like, you know, you build the thing up and then when you get the, you know, the reward is like the, ah, I did it, you know, not necessarily the like, oh, I get it when I'm doing it. Because the first thought that comes to my mind is like, oh, does that help explain why it's hard sometimes to get things started or why it's hard to finish them? Because if you're getting the dopamine while you're doing it, that middle time, like how to put it, like the hunter or, you know, I'm going to make it a gatherer, the gatherer who's like seeking out the berry bush, it's like getting up and like going to look for the berry bush. It's like, blah, blah, blah. But then once you're like, oh, I see one berry. I see two. Is this going to be a big berry bush? I don't know. You know, like that's the part that gives you the like, woohoo. And then it's you like when you get at the yeah. end, it's like, oh, I guess I got a whole, you know, basket so of berries. Is, and But then what you're saying is, wait, okay, so tell me again what. So. <laughs> But is norepinephrine like a pleasant feeling or it doesn't matter? It's what is it? What does it do exactly? Does this mean it's this is so complex. So let's think of norepinephrine. It can be a lot of things. It's part of our stress response cycles. It's part of like motivation. It's it's part of a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Um, But in some sense, it's like part of satisfaction in like in like a job well done. Right. And it and. Um, is it satiation? Like if you had a big meal and it was really yummy, would you have like, oh, like, is that the I feeling? No, I wish I knew more about norepinephrine. I'd like, cause that's such a good question. I like for the way I understand it is like, it's what starts, like, that's what makes you feel good for the, that's why you have to, okay, let me put it this way. It's, it's most easily manipulated by the way you think. Norepinephrine. So hmm. let's say you're like, I did nothing today. I'm like, well, you brushed your teeth. You're like, that, get out of here. I brush my teeth every day. I don't care about brush. Like you wouldn't feel that good, right? But if you broke your leg and you were sick and you like, you had like food poisoning and you're like, oh my God, I did nothing but brush my teeth today. I'm so grateful I did it. Like it feels really good that I brushed my teeth. Like in that moment, existentially, the meaning is like, it's harder to brush my teeth. You could validate it that day. And so it actually feels productive. You actually get that kind of like burst from looking at doing it. But like once it's done, dopamine gone, norepinephrine steps in. Hmm. Okay. So if, if dopamine is like the thrill of the hunt mm-hmm. <laughs> or the thrill of the chase or the like, you know, or, or like I'm going to use my example, like the online shopping moments where you're like, Ooh, Ooh, is that a sale? I don't know. Like you're kind of going through, um, that's the dopamine. The norepinephrine mm-hmm. is when the package arrives. <laughs> Like you described your knife, which I know that made me smile so much because I'm currently in the process of totally over-researching cutting boards. <laughs> For no Did reason. Did you see we... those sharpening cutting boards where you can like sharpen knives on them and in them and like I... some of them grow mold and like, oh my God, it's like this. I just, I just got freaked out because I think ours is growing mold. We, are, we keep a clean house, but like something just changed color and I was like, why is this changing color? We need a new cutting board. And then I froze when I was actually at the home goods because I was like, but which one? I don't know. Which one? And now I'm like, I need to like, okay. But, but, so, okay. So like the, nor- the norepinephrine would be like 
the thing that is released when I finally scratch that itch and I finally order the cutting board and I get the cutting board and then I feel like, ooh, I, 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 oh, like I tick the thing off my to-do list. Or alternately, it would be, I guess I'm getting really confused about like, I think I just see dopamine as such like a thing we seek and we like are naturally motivated to like stimulate in ourselves. And I'm curious. I think dopamine. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know where neuroepinephrine. It sounds like it just naturally occurs a lot, but it can like make you feel good, but it could also make you feel not good. So if you, yes. Oh, wait, hold on. Yes. So. <laughs> The second you hunt, I wish everyone could see my hand away. gestures right now. Yeah, you're like you're like left and right columns and a change. <laughs> so, uh, the reason why I'm using that hunting metaphor is the second you hunt and you get the thing, the dopamine goes down, meaning you want to hunt again. Oh, okay, yes, because you were depleted of the thing right. that you enjoyed. Light and... switch on and off. You got it. Okay. So now okay. I want to hunt. So sometimes you get a package. Like, and I've totally done this where I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait for the new, like, super awesome video game system. I swear, once I get this game, my life will be complete. And then the game comes in, like, I got three games at the same time, and I never played two of the games, and I only played one of the games forever. Mm. But I was totally satisfied because, like, you know, I got all the games. I felt bad about not playing those two games. I felt mm. like I, it was a waste. And I think that's the norepinephrine kind of coming in. Is norepinephrine like your self-judgment kind of? Like, is it the feeling that comes after the thing happens that maybe forces us as humans to pause and like reflect on what we have just done so that we can can then assess? Like norepinephrine is the reflection. And then, so you're like literally pausing and going, hmm, it like like in okay like in the example like oh i ordered the games and i feel good about the one game i got because you know norepinephrine's like coming through you coming through you and you also feel crummy because you didn't use two of them and you don't like to waste things but like all of that is the norepinephrine because all of that lives in that pause and that reflection is that yes. it's, it's like i think it's it's like more than that too like this is where i want i'm like hearing my internal like caution tape of like I want to know more about norepinephrine. I truly do. So like, I want to be careful about not oversimplifying it, which is why I'm being more vague than I am around dopamine. Right? But it's like, <laughs> sure, sure. But I think the thing about norepinephrine here is it's like, it's our perception and evaluation of work and worth and productivity and motivation. And it's what takes over when we accomplish the big thing. Like norepinephrine is h- how you feel about the day that you just did. Dopamine was involved oh. in getting it done. And like, and maybe you're like, and maybe you're stuck on like the fact that you didn't do 13 things and you're hyper-focusing on those things. So you're not, like, it doesn't feel good. Or maybe you're evaluating something good because you liked the way it worked. Like it's around wins and accomplishments. Dopamine is the process. It's like the, it's like the lights, you know what I mean? And, and, it, and then like norepinephrine is the process of evaluating the light show. Mm. Oh, I love that metaphor. Yes, I hear you. Yes. Okay. So dopamine is the lights. It's literally like on or off and it feels good when it's on. And when it's off, you usually want to turn back on. (laughs) Um, Whereas norepinephrine is like, what did I think about my, like in passing again, pausing, reflecting on, I'm analyzing, I'm, I'm deciding if I liked how many times my lights were on and off or like how I handled that or all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, like the way I think about it in my life, and maybe I have this totally wrong. I hope I don't. But like the way I think about it in my life is like there are some days like where I like totally do like I mowed the lawn. I went to like the local hardware store. I got an arbitrary piece of hardware thing. I fixed a random thing. I saw a friend. I went shopping. I did laundry. I don't have anything to do tomorrow. Man, what a productive day. And like this doesn't happen every week. Like, you know, but like <laughs> yes, you know, when yep. it does happen and it and I'm like, woo, I got a lot done today. And I'm like feeling good about that. That's norepinephrine. Oh. Oh my gosh. So hmm. And what I know is like dopamine mm-hmm. is like really connected with like being distracted by auditory things like clicks or you know, sounds. Like it has to do with that. And norepinephrine has to do with internal thoughts. Like if you have, you know, I think it's too much norepinephrine. It's like there's a lot of, a lot of judgment pieces working. A lot distracted by a lot of your own judgment. Oh my gosh! Okay, so talk about light shows. My light, my light bulb just went off. Gotcha. So if you are, like, if you are ruminating a lot or replaying your day a lot or like replaying what you said after you just said the thing to the friend and you're like, so like that moment where after the conversation, you're like, oh my gosh, should I overshare? Did I like interrupt them 10 times? Uh, uh, that's norepinephrine. And yes, so if and, you have like yeah. too much of that, then that gets you caught in that a ton. And then it's really, I mean, how to put it, it almost... I'm also like, I know this is maybe a tangent, but like, I'm also thinking of like that idea that our brains have this solid negativity bias, right? Like, like we are, what is it? It's like 10, you need like 10 positive things for every one negative thing to like equal out because negative things just take up so much space because we pay so much attention, whether it's criticism or doubt or like uncertainty or whatever, right? It maybe serves to help us survive, to pay attention to that. But it means that if we're always ruminating and ref- and pausing, reflecting, replaying, and analyzing that, it's going to like set you up to be caught in that. And then, but it doesn't. What we practice. Uh, does that make sense? It's Wait. what we practice. So, oh. it, it, like, like what fires together wires together. So if we're very practiced in feeling anxiety or worrying about things and feeling good for things not hurting us then we would be reinforced for worrying about things so that things don't hurt us. But like we can shift that energy to excitement or wonder or curiosity. It's, it's or like, gratitude it's a, or gratitude, but it, that, but it's the practice of when you don't need it. You got to practice it all the times you don't need it for it to actually happen when you do. It's like that weird mindful game of like, you have to make it a reflex. You can't think about doing it every time. That's just too much energy. So just turn it on. Now, when when there are cars swerving in front of me, I'm usually like, I'll have that knee jerk, like, what the hell? And then I I really do try to be like, no, 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 hold on. It's either the bathroom or they got some terrible news or someone's locked out. I will try to give them the out. That's why they're driving crazy. And for whatever reason, the next 30 minutes of my life feel a lot better if I can convince myself that they really had to pee and someone was locked out. But if I believe they were just careless, I get pissed. Why Mm -hmm. would someone drive so careless? But that's a choice. I don't have data in either direction. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever have that thought where you think, hey, I'm nothing, stop. Remember, you're something. Something's shiny. That's right. Just as you are. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram as Something Shiny Podcast. 
And if you're looking for more information, useful links, definitions, visuals, everything we can think of and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com. And it's all free. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks.